Hey, what's up, folks? It's Tony Wiggins here with Locked On Jaguars. After the semifinals this weekend, oh, my God, in the conference, you saw the importance of quarterback play. We're going to talk about whether the Jaguars have a gunslinger who can match up with these AFC quarterbacks over the next decade. Also, we're going to talk about the Bengals and their rise in one year from having the number one overall pick to being in the AFC championship game. What does that do for Jacksonville? I'll tell you here in just a second on Locked On Jaguars on a Monday. You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on? What's good, people? It's Monday. We are Locked On Jaguars, your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen of the day here on Locked On Jaguars. Well, hey, Locked On NFL, man, we just focus on the local experts daily, and uh, we put this content out there for you guys to make sure you guys stay in touch and stay in tap with what's going on. We got our finger on the pulse of it. So let's get to it. I watched a bunch of football this weekend. Of course, Jacksonville isn't playing because they're out uh, or they're not in the playoffs. But I saw some things this weekend that both scared the daylight side of me and gave me hope and optimism. So I'm going to put that to you and see if you can uh, feel the same way. Uh, Also, uh, thank you guys for your continued well wishes. I am uh, headed to full recovery from uh, COVID-19. So that's a blessing. My voice still, you know, is a little shaky. Got a little congestion, but we're making it. And we, we are, me and my family, we, we're turning the corner. So we appreciate you guys um, for all of your well wishes. Hey, man, quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. If you don't have one, you better get one. Because um, not only league-wide, but particularly in the AFC. When you see what Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, the show that they put on, and you, then you see the show and the poise of a Joe Burrow in Cincinnati and their win against the Titans. Shout out to my man, James Rapine, and my man, Tyler Rowland. That's locked on Bengals, locked on Titans. Um, they're feeling some type of way on different ends of the spectrum today. So uh, we'll leave it at that. But add in Justin Herbert and add in Lamar Jackson. That's five dynamic quarterbacks in the AFC. And there's probably more than that, actually, but those are the five guys you think about in the National Football League period right now. Uh, No disrespect to Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, but their careers are towards the back end. The quarterback play, man, is going to be something to behold here uh, moving into the future. And if you are an NFL team... I ain't even mentioned Deshaun Watson. No telling when he's coming back to play and who's going to play for, but I haven't even mentioned Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback when he's on the field. So this is this is some tremendous stuff that we you know have to look at, navigate, and think about. It could be flat out scary, and this this goes back to that era of it, it reminds me of the Favre, Kurt Warner, uh, Drew Brees. Tom Brady, Brady's been in like three different eras, but 
Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, is where you just need to have one of those guys to have a shot at winning a title. Ben Roethlisberger, Eli, Philip Rivers, that whole Romo. Just think about the guys that didn't win a championship, the great quarterbacks uh, that have either just didn't win or won one. Like everybody's killing Aaron Rodgers right now because he's only won one. Well, Brett Favre only won one. Drew Brees only won one. And that's good enough to submit their legacy. But however, Aaron Rodgers is putting a different boat. And I know I'm getting a little bit off subject here, but it just goes to show you the, the type of pressure that when you have all of these great quarterbacks that you ain't going to win every single year. Not even Brady. Brady had a nine-year gap between winning Super Bowls when he was in New England. And it seems like he's won it every single year, but really he's only won it seven times. He's won seven Super and I say only, because it seems like over the course of 22 years, Tom Brady at least won half the time that he was playing. Not true. He's, he's like at a third, and that's that's a very, very high percentage, and he's the GOAT. But right now, if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a shot in hell at winning in the AFC over the next umpteen years. You just don't. It's always going to come down to one of those guys I just mentioned and possibly Trevor Lawrence uh, if, if he's as good as I think he is. But Jacksonville has a long way to go, right? Or do they? Do they have a long way to go? Because just this last season, the season in 2020, the Bengals had the number one pick just like the Jaguars had the number one pick in 21. And the Bengals took Joe Burrow, a champion, a record-setting champion. Joe Burrow got hurt. He tore his knee up. Like at the end of the year, right? So folks were sitting there saying, like, we don't even know he's going to be ready for training camp. Guess what? He's ready for training camp. And guess what? He was ready for a whole bunch more than just training camp because now he has the Bengals one game away from the Super Bowl. So it begs, the, the question has to be answered. Is it going to be something fast as it was in Cincinnati? Or is it going to just take a little bit more time? A lot depends on who the Jaguars pick to be their coach. A lot depends on what they decide to do in free agency and, and, and what they're going to be able to do in free agency. And a lot of that has to do with who the coach is going to be also. So in segment three, we're really, really going to talk about why it's important. I think the Jaguars name their coach and name a specific person to be their coach. But in segment two, we're going to compare the Jaguars to the Bengals and compare the Jaguars to the other teams that have what you would consider franchise quarterbacks and see exactly how far they can go and how quickly they can do it. We're going to do all of that stuff here in segment two in just a second on locked on jaguars after i tell you guys about built bar it's a new year new day all of that stuff new year's resolutions and all of the things about getting fit and eating healthier make sure you include built bar in that plan built bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar maybe even better than a candy bar it's covered with 100 chocolate and it is absolutely delicious built bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes good. You need that on your palate when you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to eat correctly. You'll want to eat it, unlike other protein bars, which is most of them are chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill, right? 
you want to eat healthy, but it's just so boring sometimes. Trust me, I know. Built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Ain't nothing bored about eating real chocolate. Most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 powerful grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious built bar, you can almost count it as a workout. It's the kind of workout that I like. And here's what you do. You go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you're going to get 15% off of your next order. Figure out which one is your favorite, too, man. Try them all. Get in the sorted box. I'm really a salted caramel guy. You guys know that by now. But there are all kinds of flavors. Coconut almond, peanut butter, brownie, raspberry, cookies, and cream. Try them all. So check them out at built.com and see what's new with Built Bar. Use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. All right, man. So we're going to push along here and talk about these quarterbacks. Uh, it, it, it's going to be so much pressure on all of these guys uh, moving forward. Uh, but they if you don't have a guy who can stand on the gun barrel, if you don't have your Doc Holliday and go, I'm your Huckleberry, then you, you, you're really, really in trouble. And right now I'm counting maybe six teams or seven if you look at it a certain way in the AFC. Of course, that's before the offseason moves. But six six young quarterbacks, and that includes Trevor Lawrence and the other five guys that I mentioned uh, right now, that seem to be set at quarterback and really, really have a legitimate shot over the next 10 or 12 years. Um, and I don't know where Deshaun Watson is going to play, whether or not he's going to stay in the AFC. But, you know, you know, you really, really have to understand by watching the, the, the way that these guys played this weekend that the teams with the best quarterbacks are going to win. The only game that you can really say the team uh, that had the uh, worst quarterback in the game won is the 49ers, and they just – they seem to know who they are more than anybody else. They just have this identity. So why is it so important for the Jaguars to make sure they get a good combination of coach and quarterback? I'll tell you why it's important. It's important because you have to establish an identity. You have to establish uh, a mindset. You have to establish and know who you are. And when you watch these games, these coaches, these quarterbacks are, are an extension of the coach that's on the sideline and these teams play the way the quarterbacks play even with the goat tom brady they were down 27 to 3 and it's like just give me an opportunity give me an opportunity score stop score stop and that's what they did yesterday even though they lost and then matthew stafford says you know what tom nah nah 27 27 i'm going for it to have the talent to throw that ball down the field of Cooper Cup, it really makes you set up and, and 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 look at the Jaguars and go, can that be us? Can that be us? Do we have the guy that doesn't not only has the physical stuff, but has the mental makeup and the capacity and the comp the competitive nature to actually do those same things? I think they do. I think they do. I think he has a, a ways to go. But I really do believe that the Jaguars actually have that guy in Trevor Lawrence. What has to happen from this point moving forward? You got to get him some weapons. You got to come up with an offensive game plan and a scheme that taps into his unique abilities that he has. 
that allows the competitive nature to come out and you got to be able to protect him. But you need guys also that can do things the way a lot of these receivers, like Burrow has uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, and they have a great back in uh, Joe Mixon. They really remind me of the 90s Cowboys when you think of how they're configured and the way that they play. Uh, Justin Herbert has a gang of wide receivers. Hopefully one of those wide receivers, Mike Williams, hits free agency, and the Jaguars can take a look at him and get Trevor Lawrence, somebody who can have that that catch radius. Um, You have to have guys that will challenge great players on the other team. Case in point, Tom Brady went right at Jalen Ramsey and and cooked him yesterday on a deep ball. You put my one-on-one wide receiver with your all-world corner, I'm still going to throw the ball over there. I'm going to take a shot, and I'm going to make a perfect pass, and that's what happened yesterday. You don't run from having to face greatness. You just have to get guys that have the capacity to be great themselves, and you just got to go, let's do it. Let's get it done. That's what happened yesterday in in Kansas City. You saw a tale of of two different quarterbacks over a couple of weeks, and I'm going to explain something to you. In 13 seconds, the Chiefs were able to go from their own 25 to the other 25. In 13 seconds, two plays, and they kicked a tying field goal to put them in an overtime. Last week, with 14 seconds, you see what the Cowboys did? And I'm not one of the ones that's going to sit here and bash Dak uh, Prescott, but there are levels to this stuff. There are levels to this stuff. And if you're going to be a guy like Dak, who I believe is a top 10 quarterback, it's not going to be enough for you to do the stuff you did last week. And that's why I'm trying to figure out where is Trevor, where is Trevor, and what what is the outlook for Trevor? The outlook for Trevor can be that he's going to be in that upper echelon. But they they better act quickly and make a hire here within the next few days that's going to actually put somebody on his side, on his team, that's going to be able to teach him, that's going to be able to put him in those situations, that's going to be able to maximize it, that's going to have the confidence that he can do these type of things also, and that can galvanize and bring people in that are going to be able to help him do it. I'm going to tell you who that guy is, and you already know where we're going with this or you should know where we're going with this because it's just the real deal man it is absolutely the real deal when these guys are out here putting on in playoff games a year after the team was terrible in cincinnati buffalo goes in and they're down and they need a touchdown and they get a touchdown at the end of the game because they put it all on their quarterback and it was nothing that you could do to stop them. And then Kansas City does what they do with Patrick Mahomes saying, well, wait a minute, all you guys are great, but y'all ain't knocking me down yet. Tom Brady coming back, Matthew Stafford coming back. It really, really, really makes you understand how important that position is and how important it is to put uh the type of people around them that's going to have to be successful i I need to uh let you guys know something you guys here on locked on jaguars make us your first listen every day big announcement the peacock and williamson nfl show podcast is going on the road to la for super week 
follow the Peacock and Williamson NFL show today to get the most comprehensive coverage of the big game. It's free and available on all platforms. Stick in there with me, man. I'm going to tell you who the Jaguars need to hire and why they need to hire them and why it's so important that this get done as soon as possible. We'll do that in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. Hey, Jags fans, this is Tony Wiggins with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN for NFL, and what you're going to do is you're going to get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full pump at the price anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making buku money because they're saving, uh, uh, getting back up to as much as two or three hundred dollars. Uh, I got know a guy that owns two box trucks and a semi, and he's definitely uh, seeing those savings come in. The cash back gets added right to your account, and you can cash out at any time uh, to your bank account, PayPal, or e gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app and use the promo code Touchdown to start getting 50 cents up to 50 cents per gallon back on your first tank. And we thank you for tuning in to Locked On Jaguars, making us your first listen every single day. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, Byron Leftwich needs to be the head coach in Jacksonville, right? That's the guy I want to see. That's the guy. That guy's good enough for the GOAT. He's good enough for me. He's good enough for Trevor. I think the Jag- the Jacksonville Jaguars should do any and everything in their power over the next couple of days to name Byron Leftwich their head coach. Um, I do believe he'll build, build a, a big staff, a good staff. I think uh, he'll be good for Trevor. I think those two can join each other at the hip and grow together. And then I just think Byron's going to teach Trevor all the nuances of the position. And I also think that because he's coached now with Tom Brady, he understands what it's like to be able to build uh, around one talented person and use that guy uh, as the lead dog. Because sometimes you got to play the hand that you have. If you're the 49ers, you got to do things the 49ers way. But when you're Jacksonville and you're Trevor Lawrence, I think you have a perfect example of Joe Burrow. I think you have a perfect example of both uh, Josh Allen as well as Patrick Mahomes on how you need to go about employing your resources and and getting uh, the help that you need uh, for a young quarterback. Put him in a system where he's going to learn the offense and he's going to learn that one offense and he's going to have the same offense for the next at least for the next three or four years until you can figure out whether or not this is the thing that you're going to do going forward. Um, I also believe that with the presence of Trent Baalke, uh, that it's going to be hard-pressed. You're going to be hard-pressed to get free agents here. And the free agency pool of wide receivers has shrunk some because of injuries that guys have had. Uh, I believe Byron is the type of dude, though, that could galvanize free agents. I think guys will want to play for Byron. Uh, I think the reputation that he has around the league is one uh, that would be conducive to him being able to get people to come here and play with Trevor Lawrence. And I think guys like Mike Williams, I even think an injured guy like uh, Michael Gallup, you need to take a look at it. I know you don't like signing injured players, but uh, sometimes you, you know, you don't have too much of a choice, 
But if you get if you get Mike Williams, then maybe you you also look into the slot and go out to Arizona and get a guy like Christian Kirk. But they're going to need people. They're going to need bodies. They're going to need NFL hired professional pass catchers uh, in order to make this thing go. You see a guy like Gabriel Davis, right, in Buffalo. And you're like, where the hell did he come from? This is, this is what they're going to have to do when they double back into the draft. Now, uh, I don't think there's a Jamar Chase in this year's draft. I think Jamison Williams uh, is dynamic. I don't think he's Jamar Chase. Uh, I like both receivers from uh, Ohio State. I'm probably in the minority, but I like Garrett. Uh, I like Garrett Wilson, but I really like Chris Olave a lot better, uh, especially with him being a slot guy. My favorite wide receiver in this draft, though, I don't know if people love Traylon Burks and they love the Bell kid out of Purdue, but my guy, the guy that I love, is Jahan Dotson. I am a huge Jahan Dotson fan, and I think uh, towards the back end of that first round, Jahan Dotson can be guided. What do I like about him? He's an outside receiver, even though he's 5'11", 185. He reminds me of T.Y. Hilton. Uh, and there are guys that are not big guys that are outside receivers. But he is lightning in a bottle, and he is the kind of dude that can do some of the things that you've seen uh, other fast guys like T.Y. Hilton. Cheetah's a little bit of different. You know, I, I, don't, I don't like comparing everybody to Cheetah because Cheetah's something else. But Cheetah is also a very, very uh, good player. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking for the Jaguars to build their team, uh, to build the weapons uh, in the offseason. And I think you have to get off to a good start by hiring Byron Leftwich. All right, man, so we're going to get on out of here for today. We appreciate you guys joining us, making us your first listen here on Locked on Jaguars. Make sure you make your second listen, the Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and Lee Sterling. Make sure you uh, uh, tune in every day, like and subscribe on YouTube as well. We got us a quarterback. Now we have to give him a chance to win by hiring the right coach and getting some weapons around him. But it's a quarterback-driven league. Make sure you guys understand that you're already one year in on having one. Uh, Trevor, I think he's the right guy. I do feel good about the fact that he's already in-house and he's had that tough year to get that out of his system. I I really do believe that the Jaguars are, are in a good spot in in terms of being able to hire a coach and build this team towards the future. You guys take care. We'll see you tomorrow. Continue to take care of each other, and we'll check you out tomorrow on another edition of Locked on Jaguar.